0: Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. Welcome back, New York Jets fans, to the Underdog Jets podcast live on this Monday night. I see people coming into the live chat on youtube and if you're listening elsewhere and you want to ask wayne a question um head over to youtube First, some house cleaning stuff uh the best thing you could do for us is rate and review over on itunes i uh, le- next week march 27th was originally going to be march 28th excuse me the next wayne and q a but we're going to postpone that uh, to get more people involved uh, so announcement on that to come and use discount code 80 at JetsXFactor.com to get a nice discount on a membership at JetsXFactor. Joe Blewett just put out a, a George Karlaftis edge rusher, edge rushing, um, pretty in-depth uh, breakdown today. And only members could access that. Wayne, how's your night going so far?
1: Going pretty good. Yours? I know you got your brand new puppy making noise in the background so uh, it's okay (laughs) yeah yeah
0: she's uh i'll tell you what she's gonna be a nuisance we we gotta i gotta figure out something get to get someone to watch her while we do this podcast because if i put her in the crate she'll whine i mean it might be only five minutes but still it's it's a nuisance right and right now she's just you know chilling on her bed kind of rolling around like she's rolling in mud but there's no mud so yeah so we'll see she's doing okay so far. All right. Good. Um, today we're kind of, there's really no subject today. We're just going to let fans ask questions or we'll take it where the fans want us to go. So ask those questions. We'll put them up on the screen. And, um, this is your chance to ask Wayne anything that you want to. Um, and I know we'll start with Eagle fan Eagle Fang 86 as his first question is on the screen. Uh, Actually, this this is a reply. So let's start with a different one. Question for Wayne: If the Jets draft a defensive lineman with the tenth pick, is that a sign that Quinn and Williams is going to get traded?
1: No, they're not going to trade Quinn Williams. I think he's a you know the foundation in that defensive line. I think they plan on keeping him around for a while. Uh, I think they'll do everything to keep him. I don't think they'll lead, There's nothing out there worth trading for. You know what I mean? I, I agree. I and, and I said before he should have made the Pro Bowl last year, the year he had. And what he was last year is what they expected him to be when they made him a high draft pick. So I don't think uh, I don't think he's going anywhere, and I'm glad for that. He's a great player.
0: I, I agree, and we haven't even seen his true ceiling yet. Like he has loads more in him. So he could bust out with a superstar season next year and the year after. Right. I, they, they definitely need help on the inside with Foley gone, but, but they need, they need that one tech nose tackle guy. Yeah. Quinn and Quinn is really not going to go anywhere. Um, May, Hofstra football is to come back. Eagle Fang also said, Wayne, I, I know you're a proud alum and we've talked about it quickly before, but what are your thoughts on Hofstra football being no more right now? Well,
1: you know th- when i heard it i was actually on the road and when i landed it had so many texts and emails and and stuff like that you know that they got rid of hostage football and i was shocked but then i thought about it you know when the new president came in the, the old president when i was there was a great he was a former football player supported the the program but the new President wanted to be more like an Ivy League kind of school. Yeah. It felt like it was losing too much money. But uh, you know, the press they had from me coming out and the players after me from Hofstra, I mean it's priceless. And we probably could have saved the program if he gave us a chance to with, you know, donations, whatever, fundraising, whatever it was. So I hope they get back to it someday. I know there's a new president now, so we're starting to work on it. But, uh, you know, we built a top 25 program for one double A. And it's a shame that they got rid of it. But hopefully we can, you know, regroup and, and get it going again.
0: Who who are the uh, most f- famous, recognizable Hofstra uh, football players? You got you, you got Marcus Colston.
1: Who else is up there on that list? Uh, Willie Colon went there. That's right. Willie Colon. Um, Dave Fiore, who had a great career with the Niners. He came out of there. Lance mm-hmm. Schulters was like a third round pick for the... Niners, yeah, good year, and then multiple, you know, uh, you know, free agents, you know, lower draft picks uh, that had some, you know, decent careers there. Yeah,
0: Hofstra's always been. I always thought of it. You know, I always thought of football first when I thought of Hofstra. You know what? Though? Uh,
1: Do you know Raheem Morris, the coach, the head coach in the league? Um, he coached at Tampa Bay, and now I'm not sure he's coaching now. Raheem Morris, he's from Hofstra. Yeah, I played. I played with him. He ended up being an NFL head coach. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, Raheem Morris had a hell of a.
0: I think it was our first season in Tampa, and then it kind of flamed out, and he's bounced around since. But I did not know that he went to Hofstra.
1: Yeah. And w- you guys, it's the nickname Pride now, right? When it used sure. to be the Flying Dutchman, it was the Flying Dutchman, and they always had like the Pride lines and stuff like that. Um. And they changed it to the Hofstra Pride. You know, after I left. Uh, and they got a pretty good basketball team too. Baseball, softball. I mean, they have some good athletics there at Hofstra. I just wish they had football back.
0: Yeah, one day, one day we'll see. All right, let's get it. Get to another question. Um, excuse me for mispronouncing this game name, but Laredana Marie has this question: Do you think the Jets? <clears throat> excuse me, still try to draft Iquanu, a man that no one likes to try to pronounce. If Thibodeau was off the board at number four, I don't think it's really a need now that after the Tomlinson signing, I would feel much better with taking Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher, who's either third or fourth on the board uh, next to Carl Laftis. What do you think? Do you think Iquanu is the guy at number four? If no, if no Thibodeau,
1: Um, I mean, you can't go wrong. Solidifying the, uh, the offensive line more. But, um, I mean, what's your opinions on it? It's,
0: I'm still wishy washy in terms of what Douglas has his eye on. I actually think he is thinking receiver at number 10, even though that's not his style. I do think he will not necessarily go receiver, but I think it's a legit option.
1: Good. Uh, Number four. I wanted to hear your opinion first. Uh, Yeah, I think you could solidify the offensive line for sure. The more protection. he gets the better. He's going to do. You know, you can't throw to your new, you know, number ten pick receiver if you're not protecting the quarterback. And it's funny that kid uh, signed with the um, the Bengals, and he tweeted that uh, like to Joe Burrow that no one's going to touch it, touch it from now on. We need a guy like that next to Beckton and Beckton next to those other guys. But if we can get an edge guy, you know, four or ten, I think it's uh, you can't go wrong with that. But uh, I'd be interested to see who would pop up at number 10 if they were going to take a receiver cuz there's multiple guys that could they pick up.
0: Yeah, Garrett Wilson, you got Burks who kind of disappointed a lot of people in the yeah. combine with his 40 time. And you got Drake London too. I know you're high on Drake London. He he's yeah. a he's a big target, 6'5" USC. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a couple guys there.
1: Maybe hey, maybe you go Sauce Gardner or uh, Stingley. Yep. Get a shutdown corner. I mean, you got multiple you can trade back. You know what I mean? The fact that they got two picks, I mean, they have a tremendous amount of options, and I trust that Joe Douglas is going to do the right thing.
0: The one question, nagging question is this. Iquanu, it looks like he could play guard. I don't know if Neal could play guard. So what if Neal is there? Would you ever entertain a trade of
1: Fant or Beckton if you go Neal at four? I wouldn't get rid of Becton. I wouldn't get rid of either one of them. I mean, you want depth. I mean, you expect your number four pick to be a starter. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, if they could all stay healthy and then they get this kid, I mean, that's going to be one of the better top ten lines in the uh, in the league.
0: Matthew Sawicki asks, "How many years are we away from another ninety eight or oh nine twenty ten run?
1: What do you think?" Um. You know, when I tell people and people people ask me that question and I say have faith, you know, I always say uh, and I've been like that, you know, since I retired, I always had faith that, you know, they're going to do something. But I just think we have the right people in place with the right head coach, love everything he stands for, the way he motivates. And you can read, you know, in, in in the papers that people are coming there because he's the coach. Yeah, they want to play in New York, but they're coming there because he's he's the coach. And they want to play for him, and Joe Douglas is making the right moves. We got young guys, mixture of some older guys, but definitely that's a destination. Guys are starting to want to go to. You know, it's not the same old Jets thing. So, you never know. You win some of the games that you lost last week last year that you could have won. Maybe you sneak in the playoffs and you get in the tournament. Anything could happen. But I certainly think. If not this year, next year, we're we're definitely a playoff team.
0: Yeah, I'm right, I'm right along the lines, that those lines with you. Uh DJ Reed used to uh Salah. He knows Salah very well. And that's a big reason why he came here. Um, same thing with Tomlinson and uh Benton, John Benton, who was the offensive line coach in San Francisco for Tomlinson. So those ties, you know, you see players coming to to be reacquainted with those coaches. It's apparent, and then that's a really good thing.
1: Yeah. You know, this kid we got from Tampa was his whitehead to safety. Yep. Jordan Whitehead. That dude's serious out there. <laughs> I mean, I saw he was mic'd up and he's bringing it. He loves to he's hit hitting, He's blitzing, you know, everything they had with Jamal um, Adams. This guy can be, uh, and he just brings it that nastiness and attitude. And you get that kind of like around these younger guys. And that's kind of like, you know, contagious. Uh, They, you know, they pick up uh, on what he's out there doing. So a lot of good, got a lot of good signings.
0: Uh, T-Boar asks, how important is it for the Jets to draft a big, deep threat receiver?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously what we have there, there, there's really no really deep threat. You know, Corey Davis can can go deep and he calls some deep passes. I mean, Mm -hmm. do you want a burner or do you want a possession guy or do you want like a red zone guy? I mean, what receiver does all that right now? I don't know if there's one out there. Um, you know, Drake London, He, you can't put him in the slot. No. Um, some of these other guys are quick, but uh, I think we're going to have to do it by committee. I don't think there's one guy who's going to be the overall number one receiver. So if there's if there's one out there, Joe Douglas will find it. Maybe it's Drake London.
0: It, perhaps. I know Blewett likes London a lot, too. Uh, Ian Roddy, who is actually uh, one of our writers, he's checking in. Do you have a favorite receiver in this year's class? If you do, what do you like most about him? Is it London, Garrett Wilson, Burks? W-
1: what do you got? Um, I got a chance to see Garrett Wilson play some games. Um, he's special. But this Drake London kid, you know, I always like the people, these these tall receivers catch these 50-50 balls. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you have a quarterback that will believe in that, um, like he started believing in Elijah and, and Braxton for the round stay run. Uh, this was what Denzel Mims was supposed to be. They say yeah. he's great at the 50-50 ball, coming down with that. Um, maybe this kid is better suited, London, for, for this offense with LaFleur. So maybe he's the guy. I don't know. If, if he still be there, if he's the first receiver off the board, um, I kind of I favor him just with his size and what he brings to the field.
0: Yeah, I, I got to dig into it more, admittedly. Um, but I, I do like Garrett Wilson. I do like Burks. London, I got to watch more of. Yeah. But to your point, he it looks like he fits the offense much better. He complements those other guys so much better. Because Barrios and Moore come in the same mold. You know, where they can a play
1: slot. That's best friend. A right. receiver like that, hey, you get in trouble, it's kind of like a Mike Evans kind of thing, Calvin Johnson kind of thing. You just throw it up. Maybe they either knock it down, catch it, or get a pass interference. Yeah. They're all, you know, they, it's worth a shot with a guy like that. And,
0: and Corey Davis has the physical tools. He, you know, he's tallish, but yeah. London towers over him. He's, he's, he's yeah. even taller than Corey Davis. Well, we'll see. All right. Next one. Let's, um, there's another receiver. Everyone's, everyone's going with those receiver stuff here. Uh, how does Matt Ryan only get a third round return? But Sam Darnold gets a second, fourth, and sixth. Uh, Ryan's a four time pro bowler and what is he, top ten in passing yards all time? So tip of the cap to Douglas. Uh Wayne, what, what are your thoughts about Douglas, the uh the thief in the night who's making a lot of GMs angry around the league?
1: Yeah. Um he even um what guy from the uh the old regime. Was it uh, Blake Cashman he, he he traded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, where
0: did he, I, I forget where you traded Cashman to all of a sudden
1: already. Yep. But that's the thing. That was a guy who wasn't a play or probably make the roster. You know, and he got a six round pick for him. He had a good yeah, player in the six round. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, the deals he's making is great. As yeah. far as uh, Matt Ryan going for a third round, I don't know. Um, He maybe be, you know, he's a little older, but what he brings to a team and leadership and stuff like that. I mean, look at, they got for Deshaun Watson. You know, like King's Ransom. It's crazy yep. what, what they get for that. And he might be suspended for half the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I, there's no rhyme or reason to it. But uh, like I said, Joe Douglas did a great job with what he got for Sam Donald. And that's why I'm so optimistic about this year's draft and uh, free agency signings.
0: Kenyon Gulada asks, Mr. Corbett, it's an honor. You were one hell of a player. Question in this I mean, I think everyone already knows the answer to this one. But question: There was a myth that Vinny was colorblind. Any truth? Any truth to the to that one?
1: I don't think so. I heard the same thing. Um, No, I I think we were all colorblind at the the color rush that one night. Yeah, (laughs) we were wearing green, and Buffalo was wearing red, uh, and everybody looked brown on the field. But no, I never asked him about it. I heard it, but I just assumed he wasn't. He was. Listen, he played for the worst franchise in the bucks when he got drafted number one he had no help yeah I remember when he went to baltimore he made the pro bowl yep. he came to new york he made the pro bowl i mean the guy threw for a touchdown pass in 20 something straight years he got a record there's nothing wrong with his eyesight he just played for some bad teams which was unfortunate but when i played with them he got me the ball and that's all that matters
0: yeah i don't think it's true i've heard the same thing at like every jets fan has it it, it started in tampa there were if i correct me if i'm wrong so people do research don't quote me on this but there were signs uh offer of roads you know with a certain color and the sign would say "Vinny Testaverdi doesn't know what color this is because of his poor performance as a rookie in tampa they were expecting so much out of him coming out of college i think that's where the myth came from but i'm not sure that, that's not the only thing i know
1: Think about any quarterback that's never been accused of being colorblind, throwing picks, three picks in a game, 20 in a season, this, that. Every quarterback's had their their bad luck, their bad eyesight. I mean, Sam Donald said he saw ghosts. Yeah, on national television. Yeah, you have some bad years, you have some bad games. But Vinny's the best i played with, and he's one of the top quarterbacks that's ever played, and you know, I'm glad I got a chance to play with him.
0: Matthew Sawicki asks, do we need a uniform redesign already? Is this new age look already associated with um what does that say there? Too many losses. Uh for the next round of throwbacks, what would you like to see if they do change the uniforms?
1: I think um <laughs> we've had too many losses in every uniform we've ever <laughs> had. I mean, I I even like, the Titans. Listen i mean you know when they went back to the titans uniforms that one year the throwbacks i don't know how they did but i like the old uniforms the ones from when i came in in the early 90s and the 80s that'd be mm-hmm. nice to go back with that maybe with a little upgrade to it but i like the helmets i like it how it said jets and when we went to the old uniforms that they had when they won the super bowl i love that yeah but the ones now i don't know there's there's nothing fancy about them, but um, you know, they're still great uniforms, especially when they go with the all black. I mean, it's it's a nice look.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like the all black too. I like the white, I yeah. like the green helmet. I, yeah. But I like the white helmets the best—the '98 ones that you guys had. Yeah, uh, I think if they were to redesign it, I would like to see the '80s with the green helmet in '95, '95 with you guys with a modern style. But I, I don't know how they would
1: go about it. You could do the green instead of the yeah with the with the the helmets when i played yes. gray, alternate swap the green that color green the kelly green with the with the white stripe that would be awesome
0: yes yeah good kind of re kind of make the uh jets green helmet that logo that era uh updated and kind of fool around with that yeah um Krishma Waiters asks, have we given up on Denzel Mims? Kid displayed the size and speed under Gase last year looked lost. What do you think?
1: Yeah, like I mentioned before, you know, going after the guy like Drake London. I mean, this is what they thought Denzel Mims would be. I don't know if it's he's done in New York. I don't know if they just don't believe in him. The, don't, the offense coordinator doesn't believe in him. But, you know, he still has talent. Mm. still, you know, you saw what he could do in his highlights from college. Maybe it just needs opportunity, but I don't know. I mean, they had a ton of guys hurt. Um, he did get his opportunity sometimes. Sometimes he didn't play at all. I'm not sure why, but it just – his college game hasn't translated to the pro game. And, and that happens sometimes, but maybe if he goes somewhere else, you know, a new, a new environment, he he performs. But I'm not sure it's going to happen in New York. Yeah, it's a tough
0: one. No one knows much with Bims. I, I think if he were to get it between the ears and get the playbook down, that that's the toughest part for him coming from Baylor. And, and I then, think if he were to get that down, he could do some damage.
1: It's all about opportunity. And I think uh, Crowder left. I think he signed with the Bills. Yeah, so there's more more balls to, to 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 hand out, and maybe he gets some of them.
0: Yeah, Crowder went to the enemy. I know Jets. It just kind of just happened today, right? Right before we hopped on, some Jets yeah. fans
1: were screaming about it. Yeah. So uh, what are you gonna do? He's he does bra Barkson does the same things he does. Um younger, uh-huh. you know, salary caps different. So uh kind of like moving to the to the new younger guys.
0: All right. Kenyan Gulada again. Do the Jets keep Mike White as part of their secret stash? Kind of want him for the number two quarterback, but they kept Flacco. What's your take? I know the Jets tendered White. Um, so so they pretty much plan to keep him.
1: Uh, but what, what do you think of Mike White moving forward, his role? Yeah. I mean, he showed what he can do when he got got in there. Obviously, after the first game, they were ready to crown him uh, the new Joe Namath. Uh, but, I mean, he came back down to earth, but he showed potential. You uh, he, bring him along as young by, a young guy, and sometimes these guys uh, end up being good trade bait. Um, and then a guy like Flacco, I don't know if he's there just to mentor these young guys where he actually is a dependable number two anymore. Kind of like the Josh McDowell thing. You know, he he, he came there to, to teach these young guys. So between the two of them, you know, Zach and Mike White, number two, you just have great young talent and quarterback.
0: Chris Your Waiters asks Do we draft the tight end and will we draft a kicker this draft, even with <laughs> Eddie Pinero coming on at the end? And they're bringing back Pinero to at least compete. We know that, but will they draft a kicker? I don't know when their last kicker. When they drafted, was it Nugent? Might have been Nugent.
1: Maybe Nugent when I was there. But as far as tight ends, we do not need a tight end now. We got two really solid tight ends, really good pass catchers, uh, blockers, but very good pass catchers in Conklin and um, the kid from uh, Ushimo. Um, from uh Bengals,
0: yeah, Uzuma,
1: Uzuma, yeah, yeah, they're too solid. If you look at their statistics from last year combined, I mean, mm-hmm. they put a put a great performance out there for their teams, and I think they could do the same thing for us. I don't know they 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 were graded very highly, uh, yeah, and a lot of statistics last year,
0: and that's what Douglas is doing better than anybody. Jets fans have seen, In it's value. You know, the the, the production he gets per dollar in free agency is incredible. And, and Conklin and Azuma really proved that out.
1: Yeah, and they don't have to use a second or third round pick on that McBride kid um, coming out of college or any of the other young guys. I mean, there's, I think they're set at tight end with those two guys.
0: Next question: Should Becton post a rigid, rigid, rigid workout video to silence the crowd to to update everyone? Becton, you know, he kind of goes back and forth on social media sometimes with with negative replies negative comments he 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 remains positive a lot of the time too but sometimes he reacts to the negative stuff and what this fan is asking is should beckton be more positive and kind of put out a a workout video showing people that he's working out and actually putting the effort in i
1: don't know i mean he can to to set people the fans minds at ease um, I'm sure he's working out. I'm sure he's eating right. I'm sure he's doing all the things he could do and then eating bad sometimes. But from one eye, I know he's working hard. Um, obviously, weight is an issue. You know, but if he showed he can uh, handle being that heavy um, and, and not get hurt, that's that's great. But maybe, you know, he needs to switch it up a little bit to come in a little lighter uh, and take, it, take a lot of stress off his feet, which is what he's had problems with. Yeah. So Does he need to do that? No. I mean, he could probably be more uh, interactive with the fans, but if he doesn't want to, that's his choice.
0: Yeah, it, folks, Carmelo Anthony used to post training videos every summer, you know, during the basketball offseason. It, it didn't mean he came into the season in any better shape than yeah. he had prior. Awesome. I, I wouldn't worry about that, to be honest. Um Let's see here. Next one. Do you, Wayne, do you keep in touch with Curtis Martin? Do you go to see his, did you go to see his Hall of Fame speech? So what did you think about it? If so.
1: That's funny. I text with Curtis actually today uh, about some stuff um, with former players. But as far as this Hall of Fame speech, I was not there for that. I didn't get a chance to go. Um, I was busy, but yeah, I watched it. Watched it live. uh, Watched uh, reruns of it. Uh, very powerful speech. He's a very powerful guy, very powerful, uh, you know, speaker. Like I've mentioned before, some of his pregame speeches uh, were insane. I mm-hmm. mean, get your, your blood flowing, flowing, ready to go out there and, you know, didn't do whatever you needed to for for your teammates and the coaches and, and everybody. So a uh, great guy, great player. Um, and yeah, his speech was tremendous.
0: Yeah. Curtis always, I mean, I wish he can get me hyped up for work every morning, you know, just wake up, go in the next room. There's Curtis getting me hyped up. Did you hear my dog growling before, by the way? Sounds like, uh, geez, it sounds like she's possessed. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Um, Matthias Simon, Wayne, the man Garfield watched you from high school up through your college and of course, Jets career lived in Lodi. So he just wanted to give you a shout out. You watched you in high school, Matthias Simon.
1: yeah, Lodi was our rival you in, uh, in high school. We had some great battles uh with them um but uh, yeah. Appreciate the support, man. Obviously, knowing from way back. I wasn't the, the best high school uh, uh, football player. I was, I was decent, but I think I just got better. Uh, the, the next step, I went from college into the pros. So uh, you know, I just enjoyed my journey and thankful people shared that with me.
0: Rugs eighty nine New York asks, would Wayne like to become a member of the Jets receiving staff? So offensive coach, coaching
1: receivers. Um, people always ask me whether I wanted to coach or not. I kind of do. But um, I know the hours are crazy. Um, A lot of things I do for the team, I wouldn't be able to do anymore. uh, As far as kind of being an ambassador and sponsorships and sales and, you know, just being a face of the team. Um, you know, I don't know if I'd be able to handle uh, coaching guys that were you know, like me, <laughs> I thought I was a diva, but uh, you know, I'm 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 comfortable in it watching from the stands and, and my you know my role with the team. So I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but uh, it would not be the worst thing in the world to a uh, you know put back on the uh, jet hat and the Jetta uh, polo on the sideline.
0: He's leaving it open, folks. It's an open-ended answer right there.
1: All right, last one.
0: Did you and Keyshawn we, – we, and we talked about this last week, I think, a little bit. Um, you've posted about it recently. Did you and Keyshawn get along? That's pretty, pretty generic. I was a big key guy, but was glad you stayed. Other than 98, the Monday Night Miracle game was one of the best memories. You had right. Velcro on your hands. Three exclamation uh, points.
1: Nice. I, I posted uh, about the Keyshawn thing a couple weeks. So I posted a picture of um, me jumping on top of him after a touchdown which and game then, was that do you
0: remember i remember seeing the picture but I, I
1: can't wow. remember the game i couldn't think of it but i posted uh you know like and you thought we didn't like each other yeah you know, well you know we were great together and he actually answered the post you know joking about how how, how high i jumped to kind of like get on top of him. Yeah. so like i said it's over overdone you know they the media enjoyed it you know, the fans enjoyed it but Like I said, if I saw the guy tomorrow, I'd say hello to him. I'd shake his hand. I have no problem with the guy. And we had some great years playing together.
0: All right. That's a good way to end it. Um, Quick 30-minute live stream. Next week, we'll be back again Monday night uh, without the possessed puppy in my ear making growling noises. Uh, We'll we'll clean that up and clean out uh, the technical glitches we had. I think we had one or two today. I don't know what that was from, but We'll clean that out. Go to the site. Use discount code 80. There's been a lot of people signing up. Loads of people coming in using discount code 80 to get a discount membership at JetSexFactor.com. Rate and review us. Give us five stars at iTunes. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. And we're going to do a Wayne Corbett Q&A in in maybe a month or two. We'll we'll announce when the date is going to happen. It was going to be originally next week, March 28th. We're going to postpone it. Uh, to make it more special. If we do it too often, you know, it's going to lose its charm. So this is the better way to go. And, uh, you know, see if Wayne will come back to coach. Maybe we'll push him in that direction.
1: I'll work on it. I just want to thank everybody for their uh, great questions tonight. Hopefully, uh, you know, I answered your questions and, and look forward to next week.
0: All right, Wayne. Well, have a good night. Jets fans. We'll catch you again next time.